Greetings, nerds. This is Scene and Nerd. I'm your host, Sarah Belmont, and with me, as always, is our Mr. Producer, Will Paul. How are you doing tonight, Will? Doing very, very well, Sarah, and and you know why. (laughs) 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 Not to get political or anything, but anyway. (laughs) That's like the biggest tease ever, (laughs) and you know why. (laughs) No, yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's been a good November so far. It's been a good November, but uh, how are you doing? I know you, have you uh, been able to like, so Sarah like sent me pictures of their first snow, I guess it's your first snowfall? No. Around the snowfall, well, no. <laughs> <laughs> of this year, of, of of this season, right? No, no, we oh. we got snow earlier in October. It's oh. just that we, when you get fourteen to sixteen inches in one night, oh, I yeah. think like it's our first major snowfall. The town is shut down. Don't don't do anything because you're gonna get stuck. And also people are already bad drivers and snow just makes it worse. So, so I can, I can feel my shoulders now in a non-sore way. (laughs) That's good. That's good. Yeah. I feel so bad for you when you sent me the pictures of like your driveway. It was like, holy crap. I'm glad I live in North Carolina. (laughs) I feel like I've been on, on my driveway for at least 12 hours I just, I, I can, I, I finally see, seem somewhat normal, but this is just the first one. There's probably yeah. going to be a few more other days like this to come. Tis, oh. tis Alaska, so you never yeah. know. You never know. Yeah, well, like I said, it, this, it was like 70 degrees here today, so, you know, it's, uh, I, I have no complaints. <laughs> So mean. <laughs> well, like I told you, you I'll enjoy your November. You earned it, Will, because I know all about your October. So yeah. you you can take all of your wins right yeah. now because yeah. I, I just. I think, yeah, I'm definitely taking the W's. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's no good transition. We need well, to. Like figure out a way to talk about people who have died in a way that doesn't put me in a segue issue. <laughs> well, we don't have to start with this one. I like, know, but it's right there in front of me, and I want to okay. get it out of the way. Okay. Um, the, it everyone did receive notice that Alex Trebek did pass away from colon cancer or prostate uh, cancer. Uh, pancreatic. Ingrid, you're like neither. This one, I'm like okay. All right, let's start. Let's start over. No, no, that's. I like that bit. Um, yeah, he passed away, and jeez, that's insane to me. Like Alex Trebek, yeah. Jeopardy. No, Alex Trebek, Jeopardy. I just, I can't picture that. Oh, I, I can't either. And you know, given <laughs> that. You know, just last week we were we were joking about the you know when Sean Connery passed away and how they will have uh, the little bits on Saturday Night Live with Sean Connery playing mm-hmm. you know on on the Saturday Night Live and Alex Trebek and and of course but but Alex you're right I mean Jeopardy Alex Trebek synonymous with one another uh, he, you know he lived a full life uh, and. And, you know, when we first got the word, I guess it was, I guess about over a year and a half or so ago, when that he was, you know, we, he yep. announced that he uh, did have uh, 
stage four cancer and and pancreatic cancer and um, and he you know he was going to fight it and you know made it made it back and and filmed some more shows and uh, it's it's really you know really something uh, when you think about the, the full life that he lived and uh, clearly he probably had no regrets and. He, uh, you know, left a huge legacy, and whoever comes after him, where the, you know, obviously, you know, I've seen people say, well, Ken Jennings should be be the next next host no. or, or whatever, uh, but you know, they'll find someone. Uh, but you know, he, he definitely left his mark on 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 television and, and people's lives, and you know, he may he may be in smart cool. So really, really, will you're you're not going to name the obvious choice to replace him. I mean, there was a campaign. The guy made buttons. Okay, Will obviously forgot about this. I forgot about this one, yeah. Uh, Josh McCuga. Oh, yes, that's right. <laughs> I had completely forgotten about that. Oh, yeah. Has, yeah, that's right, because he has a show now what, Food Network or something? Yeah, uh, History Channel. History Channel, that's right. Everyone thinks it's Food Network, but it's History Channel because they eat old food which is gross but and and also ironic because josh apparently is allergic to every everything and no i'm not a stalker i just have been watching josh makuga since 2014 Mm -hmm. when i first got into christian harloff mark ellis and schmoes um but but josh makuga has been campaigning (laughs) for a while (laughs) you made and and you can see his lovely skills um just just enter um josh birdie and he's actually done his own version of this especially with the kind of funny crew um which is a great laugh because they suck at trivia and (laughs) anyways but but yeah um, yeah i saw another name but but you're right he lived a full life and and that is it for that other weird i don't know if this is sad or just like disturbing um and and this feels like a headline that i i've i've read about Mm -hmm. for at least the last year and a half Mm -hmm. um i mean i mean it's just it's it's crazy uh johnny depp has been fired from fantastic beasts franchise after losing in the amber heard libel case Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was a very disturbing allegations back and forth between both Johnny Depp, Amber Heard, as far as domestic violence, and you know, it's just crazy things that they were alleging each person of doing to to the other. And uh, yeah, I guess just recently he, uh, the judge, did find that um, that Amber had not. And I guess the Sun newspaper in particular, I think, was the one who were who had published a lot of these uh, allegations, uh, had not uh, libeled Mr. Depp. And uh, shortly after that, uh, Warner Brothers was asked for his asked for his resignation, and and he he did uh, resign. But of course, he gets to walk away with ten million dollars from yeah. this as well. So because of the way he had a had written his contract. So, I mean, you know, kudos to him having good lawyers who uh, had a pay or play 
contract. And I guess he, he had already filmed one scene and he was able to walk away with, walk away with, uh, with the money. But uh, I saw where they also had delayed the release of the film. And I think they have now at least tentatively scheduled the film to come out in July of 2022, which of course with COVID, you know, who knows if that's going to even stick, but uh, who cares about fantastic beasts right now? Like this is a crazy part of this whole discussion that has been coming up, especially with Johnny Depp and Amber Heard is honestly, I've, I've only seen the first one. Mm -hmm. I saw one time, never returned to it. Like, it, and then everything going on with J.K. Rowling and and Ezra Miller's in it. And it's just it's just like put the thing to bed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because I, yeah, I think the first film made was I think the first film did make a billion dollars. And I think the second one definitely had a drop off. Uh, but uh, it, you're right. I mean, this is a franchise that at this juncture, just so much controversy surrounding the creative and artistic folks be behind it that mm-hmm. uh, it's you, you're right. It, it, it's getting the franchise itself is getting lost with all the real life drama that people who either wrote the story or are involved with the film have in their surrounding their, their lives at this point to the point that, yeah, I, I, I didn't see the second film either. And yeah, I've only watched a, like you only watched a, first one one time and really have no desire to see the third one uh either yeah. so um so what what is the bigger conversation or what should be is wb performing this action against johnny depp and mm-hmm. yet you heard who's also in a wb picture aquaman um it's it will she won't she what are they doing there and and I was listening to um, SCN, and they were also talking about how this is just, it's weird that this keeps happening with WB. In a, mm-hmm. like, like, not this exact case. I, I understand, like, they were married. There was a lot of crap that happened during that marriage. But, but it's interesting that the stars who appear in WB pictures some like there's a trail of bad things and and wb trying to figure out what to do <laughs> yeah <laughs> well somehow somehow ezra miller managed to survive whatever that was in iceland and um did he did he survive it or did they just cover it up and say hey fyi while you're trying to figure out what happened in iceland look over here it's michael keaton well there's that too but then, of course, and then, of course, the whole Ray Fisher allegate story came out this right. this summer as well. And, you know, that's just been ongoing things with it. I, I, I know we had I had put it on the rundown to talk about last week, but it, uh, I took it off because um, it's it's one of those things that uh, it seems Jeff Johns and Josh Whedon and some other folks were very toxic and uh, diminished race. A cyborg story in the Justice League, and it looks like it's going to be rectified in the Snyder Cut that will be coming out on HBO Max. So, uh, but you know, there was a lot of back and forth there too, as far as what the studio uh, investigated and how much uh, you know where Ray Fisher and the studio were trying to meet, and 
there was some back and forth there as far as just even trying to get that meeting scheduled. So there's just a lot of things going on, as you say, with that studio. That, yeah. Uh, it, oh, oh, sorry. It's it's interesting to compare it to Disney, who will fire people just because of a tweet. Yes. Yes, they and, will. And, like that's a very polarizing perspective, but at the same time, I don't I don't know which one I would prefer more because at, at least they're kind of doing stuff and and granted I guess WB to an extent has has fired people for yeah. tweets. Yeah, um, they have. At least at least on the television side. Yeah, look at Hart yeah. Sawyer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly who I was thinking of. It's just we'll we'll see what happens with with Amber Heard Aquaman, whatever this DC verse is happening. <laughs> it's such a joke. Um, but but to go back to a a sturdy, tried and true cinematic universe, television universe, WandaVision, I'm ready for it. Um, we did get a random piece of news that Loki has been renewed for a season two. <laughs> yeah. Have they, did they even, were they even able to finish filming season one or even did, did they even manage to start season one as far as the production? I think everyone has been so obsessed with keeping tabs on winter soldier and WandaVision that like, and, and this is just master like Loki tried and true. Yeah. <laughs> like hey guys remember me yeah, <laughs> well, totally <laughs> no, no one season one is gonna premiere but season two will be shortly <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, it, you're right it totally is loki he, he just pops up and creates all kind of mayhem and then he slithers all to wherever he goes and then boom he's there again yeah. but it's yeah but i guess i guess it, this this was a discovered in, a, I guess, a Production Weekly, which I guess is like a trade publication for folks who uh, who are looking for, for work in the industry. And there was a listing that uh, they were looking for cast and crew to, to work on this show for season two. And I don't think, obviously, that Disney Plus has not confirmed it, but clearly they're, they're, they're looking to start uh, pre-production for Loki season two in January of 2022. So, uh, this this particular publication does have, you know, it's it's more than just someone speculating on Reddit. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, well, I'm all for it. I I just I I need Wandavision at this point. I, yeah. I want Wandavision, yeah. then I want Buck and um, Falcon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am not having a good night tonight, people. I don't know what's happening. It's, it's your, your shoulders. I'm telling you, it's, just, it's all shoveling all that snow. It's just like worn you out. <laughs> um, and and of course, I guess our news won't be complete if um, Tom Holland doesn't appear on the rundown with a behind the scenes photo of a movie he's filming. Um, but um, I have not seen the photo. Will you have? Do you want to explain? Yeah. Sure. It's uh, Tom Holland last in the last week posted on his Instagram a photo of himself in the Spider-Man suit on set in front of a blue screen. Uh, and he, of course, and he also had a face covering another mask on top of it, an N95 on top of it. I think, and basically, you know, wear a mask, wear two. It was the caption, if I recall, from that. But uh, yes, it 
was uh, again confirmation that Spider-Man Three has started production in Atlanta, and mm-hmm. and we are we're anxiously waiting for that film to to come out because we have been starved of anything MCU this year so to, to date. So, uh, but it was just, it was just a nice reminder that hopefully things will start getting back to normal in some future date and and uh yeah and and that uh you know production is going forward and it was you know it was also a little nice touch obviously they'll digitally edit that out but showing how they're trying to be safe on the set as well uh given that so many productions you, you see i've stopped even adding them to the rundown or posting about the bottom because they you know it seems every day some productions getting impacted by COVID, just like we are in the real world i mean just this is where we are at this point. Yeah, I think that's what they call a contagious um, yeah. disease. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. It's contagion. Yeah. No, I, I think I think you're right. It's interesting that simultaneously we have we get notifications that productions are being shut down, um, films are being delayed. It's the biggest thing that continues to just like oh this is now pushed back this is now pushed back um but every now and then you'll see a production or start and that is great except for when you're reminded about how many finished products have been delayed (laughs) yeah yeah i was even reading today like where the motion picture association you know teamed up with the stage and theater production trying to you know, get funds from congress to uh to help bail them out and uh, you know from you know from going under because of obviously the lack of revenue that they generally you know would make this year is dried up and and so, yeah, it's, you're right. I mean, it's it is just a it's one of those things that yes, it's exciting to see things proceeding, but you're right. There's such a backlog of so many projects that uh, have been delayed uh, this year, and uh, and will probably be delayed even more, uh, probably beginning of next year until things really t- until we really turn the corner with this thing. Which hopefully, with the news of the Pfizer vaccine, maybe that'll maybe we're we're getting there. So. Uh. Uh, we, we'll get there eventually. Yeah. It, it's just going to be a clusterfuck. Yeah. <laughs> I, see, I see like, oh, this is finally coming out. And the next week, oh, this is coming out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. It's just going to be chaotic. Um, speaking about chaotic things, Stargirl adds comedian Jim Gaffigan as the voice of the CGI character Thunderbolt, a wish-granting pink imp that was trapped in the pink pen we saw in the first season. Yeah, we, we did. And uh, we, whenever Courtney went to the JSA headquarters with with Pat and got all those, all those items, uh, that was one of them. And, of course, we did not see it again the rest of the season. I think we, it was teased. Uh, it was teased. Yeah, it was teased in in a, I think maybe like, about the tenth or ninth or tenth nope. episode or nope. the finale. No, it was it was it was really weird because I think it was right when she started she she got all of the That's right. and then I, I, it was midway. It was teased yeah. very early on, and then they they didn't revisit it. But that's right. I, That's right. 
I'm, I'm not surprised that we're going to be seeing it come back um, because the writers on that show know how to plant Easter eggs and give it time to um, to be forgotten about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, you know, because I, I thought it was later in the season, but but now that you've mentioned that, it was early on. I think maybe when um, either uh, Wildcat or uh, Doctor Midnight, um, whenever they whenever. I think one of the two, when they came to her room and she was talking to them, I think they were, I think one of them asked about the pen at that point, if I recall, uh, I haven't, I haven't watched the first season since, uh, since it aired. So, um, but I, yeah, but you're, I think I do, you're, you are correct. It was probably, it wasn't midway in, in, in the first season. Yeah. Um, other first seasons that, we think are going to go well. And then the headline like this comes out, there was an article written. What, what magazine was it on? Uh, it was the, uh, AB club onion, uh, AB, AB club. club. Yep. Interviewed with a writer in the Superman and Lois writers room who, um, apparently was fired because they were trying to create equality. Yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah. And actually, so, uh, Andrea Tucker, uh, she also worked on, uh, she was a story editor for one of our past favorites, Krypton. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she has some cred in the Superman universe. Uh, she was, uh, in, uh, yeah, she's, she was part of the writer's room and was pointing out, uh, some places where they were making me too jokes and, um, defending the, uh, Bechdel test, which I guess it's this where I guess in works of fiction, if basically two women are in a room, they're talking about something other than the man. So I guess, uh, so there was that. And, uh, and also given that, uh, it seems that there were some black char- characters who were only being portrayed as villains. So she was raising many concerns about some of the dialogue and structure of, how this series was uh, being constructed at this point. And her, yeah, as you said, her contract was, was not renewed. And um, so uh, not, not the kind of stories you want to see coming out uh, from your series, especially given that the uh, showrunner for this series was uh, one of the showrunners of the flash at the time when they had their issues with, Right. Uh, with Aaron, Andrew Kreisberg, uh, Todd, Todd Helbring. Mm-hmm. So, so, you know, and what we, as we were discussing earlier this evening with uh, issues with WB, uh, again, you just, they, they really, you know, they really don't need to be having these kind of stories coming out. I'm glad they're coming out. I'm glad they're not getting shoved under the rug. But again, it's, it's showing that, that there's still a long ways to go, uh, with, with, many things in, in Hollywood, uh, just like this in society, but, uh, hopefully they can get these things worked out. And, uh, you know, now I'm even more curious in a, in a, in a train wreck kind of way of like, what's what we're going to see when the series premieres in February next year. Yeah. It kind of makes you, um, more sensitive to the dialogue, the, the choices of who's playing what parts in the episodes, I mean, Superman and Lois right now, white. So Mm. we can imagine their kids are going to be white. And we'll see how they decide to diversify that 
nuclear unit a little bit um, and expand it. They've they've done a pretty good job on that on other CW shows. So that yeah. part that was probably the bit that threw me the most. Um, the Me Too stuff. I mean, you already hit the nail on that coffin about how well it's interesting. The showrunner was here and now it's here. Hmm. Mm. And and the 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 sad part is this girl is talented because she wrote one of the best Superman series. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she don't want to lose her. She knows her crap. Jeez. God. Yeah. She should go write uh, Krypton season three. But anyways, um, last but not least, before we get into the crux of our show tonight, um, there might be a Bubba Fett spinoff series. Like, duh. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Disney Plus and Lucasfilm, they were just waiting, let the dust settle a little bit. And then, because remember, it's funny because prior to Solo, we were supposed to get all these, you know, we're going to get a Boba Fett film, maybe. We're going to get an Obi-Wan film, maybe. And then Solo happened. And then all now, thankfully, we have Disney Plus. So we're just going to put them all over there. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And... I I think it's I think it's interesting. Disney does have this tendency to when they go when they want to go all in, they'll go all in. They will. <laughs> and um they they have clearly went all in on Disney Plus. I I'm a fan of it. Um as long as they don't go back don't do what they did with Mulan where it's like, uh-huh. oh, there's a $35 rental on top of the subscription service you already pay for. It's like, what the heck is that? Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was ridiculous. I'm, I'm like, yeah, when I saw that there was the option to wait until December, I'm like, Oh yeah, that's, that's what I'm going to do. But, uh, but you're right. They are going all in because there is the Cassian Andor story uh-huh. series uh, for spinoff from the, um, that film. And um <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry. I said a brain fart there. It's just like it's like one of my favorite ones. <laughs> I, I love yeah. It's Monday. It's Monday. That brain fart. It happens. Film. Yeah. That film. <laughs> that film. That film. Rogue One. Yes. <laughs> I love Rogue One too. That's the, that's the, that's the scary thing about it. This this has had a brain had a brain moment there. But uh, you have that one, and of course Obi Wan with Deborah Chow. Uh, directing it and uh, also uh, you know now it looks like we'll have Boba Fett and then of course you know there was that rumor that dropped a few months ago about a Lando series too we'll see you know see if that is actually something that may or may not happen but you know who knows when um, Donald Glover could fit that in (laughs) Mickey slow your roll okay slow your freaking roll Okay, you got you got projects on the shelf right now that we want to see, i.e., Black Widow, and just why don't you focus on them before you recreate the Star Wars universe yeah. that you also burned down? But whatever, <laughs> whatever. They're All trying right. to build it back up. It's a phoenix rise from the ashes. <laughs> <laughs> they really are trying hard. And Mandalorian season two is not a not a bad step forward. Um, we w- we are going to do a spoiler talk about the second episode, The Passenger. Um, I like this episode. I'm not in love with this episode. I like it. 
Um, I don't like the spiders. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I really, I really, I cringed so freaking much for the last 20 minutes of this episode. Um, And every time I, I listen to people talk about it and I think about it, I just feel like there's 20 spiders on me. Yes. And I like that feeling. Yes, yes. That's everybody in my household was just like, okay, because they knew how I'm the same way about spiders. And they're like, Will, are you okay? I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm making it. <laughs> so freaking creepy. They were creepy, and you know, it's pretty cool to, that uh, they, you know, they were inspired by uh, Ralph McQuarrie's uh, concept art for uh, Empire Strikes Back for for a similar type creature on Dagobah, and mm-hmm. and so uh, yeah, and it, it, and that concept art was just as equally creepy as what they they produced for the for for the show this week, but. Yeah, it. Uh, I, I like you. I I enjoyed. I, I liked this episode. I it was. Um, I didn't uh, and I didn't love it either. I it was serviceable. It it was kind of one of those episodes where it, it, it right now you're kind of like, what's the point of this? But but at the same time, it's taking it. Is, it is carrying the story forward and and. and that's the thing about this show is that uh, even though they have this over as we talked about last week, they have this overarching theme of him finding the Mandalorians and delivering uh, the child to back to his kind. Uh, the way these these shows are structured, it, you know, they really are just they really are one offs in many cases. And mm-hmm. this was definitely one of those weeks where this seemed to be just a, just a one off that. Maybe you know the when we whenever they do get the trask next week, we'll get the payoff for for uh, what transpired this week. Yeah, this definitely felt not like a one-off, but a part one of two. Mm-hmm. Just because there was so much exposition uh, and and need to understand, okay, so who the passenger is, why why Mando needs to bring her um, the what what did the, there was a line but these are trying times mm-hmm. um, I think was said um, both at the beginning of the episode and at the end of the episode which I thought was a great bookend yep. um, a piece of dialogue because you, you kind of set it up so that Mando is forced to take this passenger. Um, but there are a few things that he's used to being able to do that he can't do, like the hyperspace. Mm-hmm. So there's some kinks. Yeah. And and that ends up them where on an ice planet and um, we'll get to Baby Yoda. We'll get to Baby Yoda. Yeah. But yeah. I there there's parts of this that I really like. Um, it just didn't feel full. There was something about it that where I was like, I want I want more in a good way, mm-hmm. but it didn't feel complete. It felt like part one of part two, and mm-hmm. and I'm very interested with part two because I like what I did like about this more so than last week's is it it touched on by introducing the passenger. Um, she basically has her eggs that are the last of her kind. 
that she yeah. needs to get to a place so they can be fertilized and so that her species will live on, which I thought was such a good way to um, to add that other layer of the whole thing we were talking about where Mando is trying to reconnect with the Mandalorian culture mm-hmm. and while also trying to find um, the child species. Mm-hmm. And so he can be reunited with his people. And, and so you, then you're, you're added with a dying species. So, so I just, I, I thought that was very clever. Yeah. Um, and also making it a female because we're, we get a lot of men on this show and a lot mm-hmm. of um, paternal instincts. So to have her, it be a mother protecting her flock. She did a horrible job, by the way. We'll get to that <laughs> later. Um, but I thought, I thought those pieces were really good. And, and this will probably get an Emmy for set design. Definitely. Definitely. The, the sets were just amazing that what they were able to pull off on that soundstage, uh, that, uh, from the ice planet uh also this you know, revis- re- revisiting tatooine and and going back to the bar moss Eisley and mm-hmm. and uh seeing some of the you know, what i've really been liking about this this show is bringing in the lore and bringing in like the things like the sabbath game that uh andy Sider- amy sedaris's character was playing uh which uh you know was uh, I think that was the game that Han won the um, Falcon from Lando, and and then also uh, Doctor Mandible, <laughs> which was mm-hmm. also a nice little uh, touch. To the first, you know, we saw that the first season. Uh, also, just a nice little little not tip of the hat to another universe at the MCU with Peyton Reed as director this week with Ant Man, yeah. and and so that was that also a nice little touch. But the the big and the biggie, of course, this week was the "May the Force Be With You" uh, when Mando uh, encountered the the New Republic X wings, whatever he was going to the system, and and you know we we see that Mando has a lot of great skills, but being a liar is not one of them. <laughs> so because he, uh, sorry, I was just gonna add on there because "May the Force Be With You," I didn't didn't stand out to me as much. And and I think because A, I've heard it so much. It felt, <laughs> it felt planted. But but I think too, um, another reason why I like this episode so much is because of a point you brought up last week where you have to remember this is what happened after the Empire fell. Mm-hmm. And and so the fact that they kept saying these are trying times, it's 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 actually to me it stood out more because it shouldn't be trying times. Right. There was victory. Like the good guys won. May the force be with you. So why is it so hard? And and that's that's another thing that they did a good job of is where Mando is caught by quote unquote the good guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was. <laughs> and there's like these this new and they're trying to root out any um empire sympathists which which is a a interesting juxtaposition it's just like wait a second you're doing exactly what they were doing but since you're the victors (laughs) 
and you yeah. have the power. So, I, I mean, those little touches, um, I, I really liked. Yeah, and I think that's why the line "May the force be with you" stood out to me because, to, to your point, you know, these these two pilots were trying to root out imperial sympathizers, and 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 it is a trying time, and and, and you know these 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 systems on the outer rim who used to be under the empire's control and, and, you know, thinking back to new hope when princess Leia, you know, told Moff Tarkin, you know, the tighter your grip you put on uh, the empire's grips on these systems, the more, more of them are going to slip out of their fingers. And, and, and we're seeing that now in the, in the context of the new Republic, that they're trying to protect all these systems, but they're just, they're stretched very thin and, mm-hmm. And trying to keep up this this large infrastructure in in the galaxy. So, uh, and and also of course, uh, thinking through the rest of the trilogy and 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 when we got to the the next three films after Mandalorian, as far as in the Star Wars timeline, how the Jedi are treated as this like mythic thing, uh, whereas you know in this context, it's still fresh in everybody's head that the Jedi is still still around and and. And so, you know, him saying that it was just a good, like, little tip of the hat to like where we are in in the universe and 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 the new in the new republic, uh, trying to uh, govern um, after after the empire has fallen. Yeah, yeah, and and I think this helps kind of remind us that yeah our favorite franchises are suddenly tv shows but the quality is still good there i mean we literally got a a spaceship fight yeah <laughs> race yes we did <laughs> which i would have never thought 5 years ago that would have been on a tv show mm-hmm. and it was good freaking quality it was very good quality um, so I was just, I was, I was like baby Yoda, just like, I'm here for the ride. Give me the sidecar. <laughs> I'm, I'm all for it. Um, but speaking about baby Yoda. Yeah. Okay. So, Will, I'm going to let you start because you came on tonight very fiery and very passionate about baby Yoda and his actions. <laughs> and stuff, so. Oh yeah. Baby Yoda. Uh, yeah. Baby. What, what did I say in the pre-show? Baby murder. Baby. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, well, I mean, maybe, accusations. Yeah, yeah. I may have been a bit harsh, but 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 at the same time, it was. You know, I think you get so caught up in the. It's easy to get caught up in the cuteness of Baby Yoda, and and even though Baby Yoda is fifty years old, you know, for at least in. In Yoda species, that he's still a baby, and, and and is he is he's still learning, and and he basically just goes by instinct, mm-hmm. and because, for example, last in the first season, whenever Mando was threat, we thought perceived Mando being threatened by Cara Dune, he like put her in a four stroke hold, and and this season, uh, we. In this episode in particular, he's just you know he, he he's just thinking with his gut and thinking with his stomach, and he sees these very appetizing eggs in the uh, in the in the tank there, and so. But 
it's it's interesting how and and I totally understand why all of the baby Yoda's evil and everything. It's, I I get it, but it, baby Yoda has had an appetite since day one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he loves frogs. I'm surprised. <laughs> <laughs> which which makes me think that they had this this idea in their mind for for a very long time to eventually have him be a a baby murderer <laughs> and just, and because he i swear he's eating in every episode just which just makes me think mando you gotta give like what are you feeding the kid the kid, the kid yes. is clearly hungry 24 yeah. 7 yeah yeah feed the kid feed the kid and and i think that's part of the thing too it's just like you know because mando he he's learning because whenever he was like stop it, it was, you know, he's trying to discipline Baby Yoda whenever early in the episode. It was, it was like that new parent trying to figure out, like, what do I do here? And yeah, and it's just no, there was no punishment, which mm-hmm. is just bad parenting. Yeah, yeah, there was no timeout. You should have, yeah. He, well, he tried to put Baby. He did put him in the little little husk there, the little you know sack there in the in the race, razor crest. Uh, to to keep him from from eating, so he, he did try to Mando's credit, yeah. Uh, uh, but uh, but but there was no correction because as we saw later in the episode, he just let Baby Yoda go wander off, and again, uh, Baby Yoda's appetites almost got them all killed. Well, well, you know how you prevent that. You make the kid watch Aliens. Yeah. If the kid had seen the movie Aliens, there is no way in hell he would have done that. Because I, I was just... like That's another thing. It's one thing for the spiders. Mm-hmm. But you had them in the eggs that are just so xenomorph. And, and I was just like, I don't like this. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Like that's that is one of the scenes. Like it's not even the aliens that scare me in in the movie Alien. Mm-hmm. It is the whole way that they get into your body. Yeah. yeah. And so having that, I, this episode should have been aired on Halloween. Like this is such a Star Wars Halloween episode True. that. I mean, we're relatively close, so it works. But yeah. I think it would have been perfect had it aired on like Halloween. Oh, that's that's a very good point. It, it, you're right because it was a very dark. And I even I even commented to to my family when we were watching. Like this was this was a dark episode when mm-hmm. when when you really when I was when I was watching it because uh, for the various things that you just that you just talked about and and also uh, just again the fact that uh, Baby Yoda were, was eating the eggs and granted uh, they weren't for, you know, they weren't fertilized yet. So they were just at this point, just unfertilized eggs that they were transporting to prolong this family line. But, uh, but, but I was just, just thinking bigger point, like, you know, you're not going into hyperspace, so you don't damage these things. And yet these, this kid is just like eating them left and right. Like they're just, you know, like they're, 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 Little snacks and so, and the and, 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 and the it, what's that? <laughs> and the mom saved him at one point. Yes, yes, and and I guess I guess for me that it it tonally I guess was where it got me in that it was kind of played as a gag 
with this with him eating the eggs and 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 it just seemed like just from a tonal standpoint i i, I just it, it just kind of rubbed me the wrong way yeah i i I th- well, I would argue that they they had to do it as a gag because all of the ele- rest of the elements were so dark. There was really no other way to get comic relief. Yeah, and and so they kind of, in a way, they they've been always running this gag of Yoda eats anything. Right, right, <laughs> yeah. Eats- yeah, and this time Yoda almost yeah. This time it really did almost get you guys killed, but uh, yeah, but you know, and I guess you're right. I mean, that's that's part of it, and and they did need to. It was almost dark humor, I guess, it, 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 in, in that regard. And but to get the to get you know because of the cuteness factor of, of Baby Yoda and stuff. But uh, again, I, I just that the tone just didn't didn't sit well with me, and then. Uh, and then, of course, whenever he, he 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 did go into the spotter's den and uh, had there, mm-hmm. then then I was just like, "Yep, see, Mando, he got to teach this kid." <laughs> yeah, I think I think that was where the decision that they went a bit too too dark with it. Is mm-hmm. that it should have been something else to. Like when they were um, putting the eggs back into the container, maybe one of them slipped out and actually hit one of the eggs and started this whole thing as opposed to Yoda or the the child just walking around and Thank you. apparently Don't the eggs are not for him. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I, I, I mean, yeah, I, I see your point, but um, I didn't, I didn't mind it as much. And and it, and it's interesting because now, like, just when you think that that ship is on its last beat, it really <laughs> is on its last beat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, I did not understand because how the, the um, uh, what do we want to call them? The people who end up saving the day. The, as far as the New Republic's? Yeah, the New Republic scouts come back and yep. they end up saving everyone um, yep. in a very, very much like, okay, so at what point does something happen? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? Because I didn't understand how they were like, oh, we thought you were bad, but now we think you're good. But we're also not going to help you that much. So have fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess they really basically... We saved you. You have an arrest warrant out for you, for you, in, a, in this other system for, for abduction of so of. Uh, I, I wasn't clear if it was the child or maybe someone else, but uh, we'll say you know we, we saved you, and we did you a solid by letting you letting you go and not arresting you for for this outstanding warrant. That's all we're gonna you know that's all we're gonna do for you, and you get off this ice planet. Good for you, but you know we we've done what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. Interesting. It was just too much dialogue for me. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of dialogue, and but I, you know, but it, it was it was one of those things where you know maybe it was just showing how the limitations of the New Republic, or maybe that with these particular pilots, like okay, 
we we we've done we did our job here. We we rest, you know, we saved you from this these spider creatures. Uh, we we cut like I said, we basically cut you a deal. Make sure you make sure you have your the appropriate transponder or whatever in your ship next time because we know who you are. And if you come 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 through these parts again, we're 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 not going to we're not going to catch you any slack. We're we're going to vaporize you. <laughs> so yeah, we're going to feed you to the spiders next. Yes. Yes. I yeah, I just feel, felt like it was kind of they really wanted to have that last shot of the most banged up spaceship ever. Totally. That just floating through space and you're like, really? <laughs> <laughs> there are ch- chill there's a child and unfertilized eggs on that thing. <laughs> yep, and yep. And and a frog who, you know, a frog mom who uh, you know, it's very resourceful. I mean, I, I thought I, that was a little nice touch that because uh, they had the uh, the killer droid that she utilized to uh, to communicate with with Mando, uh, and he was all freaked out, like, "Oh crap, you're gonna like this thing's gonna like get us!" And and she, you know, she uh, she definitely showed her 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 technical savvy and skills, and you know, and, and her survival instinct because uh, uh, to uh, be able to communicate with Mando. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I I really like that part as well. I I the droids as much as the first season Mando kind of came to terms with the droids. Um I like how they're sprinkling that in um this season and yeah. it it was it was good. It was a good callback and everything and very resourceful. Um all right, so that is it for us on The Man- Mandalorian. Until next week, um, speaking about things to come, this is a reminder, The Crown will return on November 15th. Yep. And it'll feature Princess Diana and the wedding and, oh my God, Margaret Thatcher. So I'm so excited. Have you seen I'm- this freaking trailer? This trailer's a beast. It is. I I love that trailer. It's just like you bring it on. Got the popcorn ready. I, I'm so looking forward to season four. Oh my god that that scene where Margaret Thatcher comes in and it says, "You know we're we were born the same year. Who's a senior? <laughs> I am." <laughs> it's like it's like okay, things are gonna go down. Oh, yep. so I'm so excited for this. Um, I really, I can't wait after yeah. that trailer. Um, now, the right stuff also did drop an episode. Will, what are your thoughts on the most recent episode of the right stuff? Oh, see, you know how I was telling you last week about John Glenn and <laughs> how we. I, I don't think his name ever comes up when we talk about the show. <laughs> you know, I not, not at all, not at all. But to my, you know, last week I was like, I, I did. Who 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 was the more sympathetic person in the in the situation, Shepard or Glenn? And then the scene this week, spoiler alert, where Andy and he's like sitting in the bathtub, like cranking out these letters and stuff, trying to you know, again say why he should be the first. Uh, and then she's like, "Dude, really?" And yeah. and yeah, so you know, so I, it, it reminded me of another series. Uh, where uh, from the Earth to the Moon? I don't know if you ever watched that one. Uh, it was done by Tom Hanks. Uh, and it, yeah, so yeah, it was an HBO um, HBO series miniseries, 
chronicling the the space program from Mercury to, to Apollo with the moon landing. And they were profiling the, the new nine Gemini astronauts to program in between Mercury and Apollo. And uh, Tony Goldwyn, who played um, uh, Neil Armstrong, they were sitting around talking about the people, the Mercury astronauts, and who was sticking around, who was going. And uh, they were talking about John Glenn's political aspirations. And one of the things was, you think he'd be satisfied with being just being president? I always thought he'd run for king. And I thought about that line when I was watching this episode this week, uh, just showing how a political creature he, he was. And to the point where Annie was really irritated with him and, and, and tried to get him to, to come to a census. But, of course, he didn't, which and of course, it, it blew up in his face when he he sat down with uh, with this, the, the leadership there at NASA. Yeah, I. I didn't care for this episode. There was nothing that really stood out to me as like, oh, that's interesting. Um, I did like that line. It appears that you're the one who's unfit now. Um, Because that that's really what what was happening is that he was he didn't get what he wanted. He's throwing Mm -hmm. a tantrum. And there they also started to set up this idea that um, that of what we already kind of know is going to likely happen. Um, and with, with how he's going to end up being first with the whole medical stuff. But yeah, I didn't, I just, again, this episode for some reason, it just fell flat for me. I was like, huh? Yeah. Okay. It, it, yeah. I, 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 it was same for me. I was, I, I don't know if it was just the things going on during the week or what, but I just couldn't really get locked in with this one either this week. Yeah, I, there there was a much larger event this week that just went on and on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that's why I had to take this is up off the off the rundown. They didn't have a second. <laughs> I'm like, well, wait, we'll give it a week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, give it a week. He says, no, we got enough drama in the country right now. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Talk about a movie in the making. God, yeah. that saga. Yeah, yeah. I had I, there was a great picture that went around Facebook of this kid, clearly a T-ball, running to home plate and just t- going so slow. And it was like that's uh, that's Arizona counting their. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, or I think it was Nevada. I might it was have Nevada. Yeah. Yeah. It was oh Nevada. my god. Yeah. Yeah. Arizona was right, not too far behind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There was like five states where you're like, seriously? Yeah. <laughs> What's happening here? Yeah. Oh man. All right. On that note, I think that's it for us tonight. Will, why don't you tell our listeners where they can find you? Yes, you can find me, and I promise I won't brain fart on my name. It's Will Impult at. W-I-L-L-M-P-O-L-K. And you can follow me on Twitter at S J Belmont, S J B E L M O N T. Please follow our crew on Twitter at Cena Nerd Friend us Friend us on Facebook. <laughs> really? I probably say that every week in person. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's it's just been this hey, we're all to be forgiven. It's been a long week for everyone. <laughs> Forgive us and follow us on Instagram, but most importantly, rate, subscribe, and comment on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good night, geek out. You're welcome. <laughs>